blood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Turn in your Bible to Luke chapter 1 and verse 35. 34 and 35. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Spirit shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing that shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. I want to talk to you about the death of Christ. The death of Christ. The death of Jesus Christ was an unnatural death. It was unnatural basically for one major reason. You've heard the scripture that says in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. Now, when the word became flesh, you got to remember, when it became flesh, it exposed itself to death. And I thought about Jesus today. Here a man is innocent, had done no wrong, had wronged no one. And he was born into this world to die where we were born into this world to live Christ died an unnatural death because it was not normal for him to die the word couldn't die when the word was the word but when the word put on flesh he exposed himself to death now remember this Jesus was an innocent man 
it was proven because even Pilate said I find no fault in this man but when he became a man and he wrapped himself in flesh that's when he became vulnerable to death up to that point he could not have died so here man comes down on our level as it were and when I say our level he became a man just like us he was born through the birth canal and that's where he got his flesh from but in, in the midst of him getting all that and having done no wrong he was facing an enemy Satan himself who looked for this child when he was born who also had seen the star and had tried to search Christ out even with old Herod over there. He wouldn't send nobody down there but he sure wanted the information as to whether or not he was there. But here God exposes his son to death. The same thing that you and I are exposed to. We were born into this world when you think about it to live. But we met death, an enemy, and the last enemy that shall be defeated, according to your Bible, is death. So here Satan is coming to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And Jesus being born unnaturally because he came in here to take care of something. And the something that he came in here to take care of, not only did it come all the way up to where we are back in that day and time, and even beyond us, uh, uh, the eternal life goes all the way into eternity. So his blood would cover everything in every generation. Now Christ did not come to pick a fight. He came because there was already a fight. And that fight was who was going to get the children. And now here's a man, he's innocent. And he's coming here for us to seek and to save that which was lost. And then he says, I'm going to die for them. And Satan says, you're going to do what? He says, I'm going to die for them. Wait a minute. In God's mind, you're God and you're innocent. So why are you going to die for a bunch of sinners? Because I love them. And nothing is going to cause me to stray for the reason that I came. So we have a Savior who loves us, who gave himself for us. And I want you to see him coming on a long journey. He came all the way from heaven down here to be a baby, to give up his shield, to give up his protection just because of his love for you. Now, when he was an innocent baby, God protected him. And when he grew up to be a man, 
Then he took charge of his own life and declared, ain't nobody killing me. I'm doing it myself. So I want to talk to you tonight about the death of Christ unnatural. When Jesus Christ became incarnate, the word made flesh. When he became incarnate, he also became capable of suffering death. But yet death, death had no claim on him. In other words, when he was born and came through the birth canal of Mary's womb, death had no claim on him. You know why? Because he had not sinned. You, you got a baby in the universe that never sinned. And he has parents who's watching over him, raising him basically as a normal child. But yet this golden child had not sinned. So watch this. Death had no claim on him. Good God Almighty. Death couldn't touch that. Because he hadn't sinned. See, death can touch us because we were born dead. And you hath he quickened. Who were dead in trespasses and in sin. So when we came in here, we were marked for destruction. But when Jesus was born in here, he was marked for victory. Because death couldn't touch him. All right. So he became incarnate for that very reason. Now there is a prophecy that went forth on Jesus Christ. And I need to read it to you. It's right here in Luke chapter 1 and verse 26. It's part of what we call the Christmas story, okay? All right, Luke 1 and 26. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God. Sent from whom? He was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth. To a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou who art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Not above women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. And considered in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great. Shall be what? Great. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. My goodness. God open our eyes. When we see that Jesus is the king. And that he rules over the kingdom. And his kingdom shall reign and rule forever. And we that are born again are part of that kingdom. We are part of that eternal kingdom. So we ain't trash. Huh? We're not trash. We're not an afterthought. You are victorious. 
you've got victory in your, I want to say blood veins, in your veins, you've got victory. And not only that, you're a part of the household of faith. That means whatever you need from your heavenly father, only thing you need to do is to ask. Jesus is the king. He's the monarch of the universe. And he will bag his word up with his children. If you only knew who you are. I'm just beginning to learn who I am. You know, it takes some time for you to learn who you are. And the power that God has put into your hands. He came. This man came and gave us the victory. And we live so defeated because we don't know who we are. So his kingdom shall rule forever. Now death had no hold on him. Say that back to me. Death had no hold on Jesus. First Peter 2 and 22. Death had no claim on him. And when death can't claim you, you have to volunteer for the fight. I tell you what's so powerful about Jesus, death couldn't hold him. Death couldn't hold Jesus. First Peter 2 and 22. The why, this is why death had no claim on Jesus. Verse 22. Who did no sin. Neither was guile found in his mouth. That, that's why death had no claim on him. Because he did no sin. Jesus asked those Pharisees one day. Which of you convinces me of sin? In other words. In other words. I'm among you. But I'm not like you. And he wasn't condemning them. He was just showing them if anybody did a background check on him. Hello? If anyone did a background check on Jesus, they couldn't find nothing. He didn't cheat on his taxes. One day he told Peter, you go down there to the sea. You catch the first fish coming up. You open his mouth, reach in there and get the money out and go pay our taxes. <laughs> When you God like that, you don't, you don't worry about nothing. A fish will bring you the money. I, I, I told people a long time ago here in this church, man, if you have a need and you pray and you trust God, man, God will send a mangy dog from California with a bag around his neck that's greasy with the money in it. But my God shall supply all of my need. How much of my need? Wow. Has God ever supplied your need? Yes. <laughs> he did no sin. What about you? Can you make that statement? Anybody here can make that statement? Stand up. All right. He did no sin. 
The second reason that Jesus died an unnatural death, because death really couldn't take him. That's why he laid his life down. Because death had no hold on him. Death had no claim on him. And people in the street today lifting up Muhammad, I feel sorry for them because their eyes have been shut. Ain't nobody stronger than Jesus. This book is about a man who loves us and laid down his life. So it was unnatural because death had no claim on him because he did no sin. 1 John 3 and 5. Go to your right. First John 3 and 5. The Bible says in that fifth verse of First John chapter 3 and verse 5. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins. And in him is no sin. Now you notice how the Holy Ghost put that. He didn't say that in him was no sin. He said in him is no sin. So here, a man, God, help us. This man volunteered. Volunteered to be born to die, to take that. Let me slow down. See, when I get excited, I start running over everything, even you. Here comes this man, he's in heaven before he came to earth. And he says, I go down there and I will die for them. I will meet the devil on his own turf. I will meet him at an appointed time. And I will snatch victory from his hands. And I will give it to my children. That's what I'm trying to say. So, at an appointed place, at an appointed hour, and at an appointed time, Jesus mapped it all out. So we have to see that death had no claim on him because he did no sin. In 1 John 3 and 5, you'll find these words. And you know that he was manifested, brought out into the open, to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. So in Christ, there is no sin. Because you got to remember now, that God lives in Christ. That's powerful all by itself. That God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. And the same God that lives in him, lives also in us and want to enable us to live a victorious life. Victory is real. You look at your life and you ask yourself, am I supposed to settle for this or can I do better? The Lord says you can do better. You say, well, Lord, am I supposed to stay in this shotgun house with these roaches? The Lord said, no. You can do better. 
Tell your neighbor, you can do better. He did no sin. He had no sin. 1 Corinthians 5 and 21. I'm talking about the Jesus that I love. Man, it's powerful to smile at your enemies. And say hello to them. It's powerful. Because you know the greater one lives in you. When your enemies come up against you, they're going to stumble and fall. Because God going to stick his leg out there when they're running 25 miles an hour. Man, if you could see my inside, it's just, it's just turning flips because I believe this Bible is real. And I don't think that Jesus came from the third heaven all the way down here for me to be defeated. I have to take up his word as a mammal and go forth with it. And believe that if I'm dealing with a situation on my car, dealing with a situation about my house, dealing with a situation about my health, whatever situation I'm dealing with, I got to pull the word of faith and make it mine because it's built for this situation. Are you all getting this? Tell your neighbor, you got a king in you. And kings don't walk around with their head hanging down wondering who's loving them. Kings know who loves them. Don't they? And they're not ashamed, are they? Tell your neighbor, you made for victory. I'm not feeding you anything that you should not be eating. Tell your neighbor you're made for victory. I really feel that way. I feel that way down on the inside of me. That I got Jesus living in my spirit. And that I got victory. That's why, that's why the, the song that the choir was singing. Right before the one that Ria sang. Man, I came in on that song. And I said, my goodness, how true that song is. If we would just see it on the inside, we made for victory. And if we walk in the word, we cannot be defeated. Can't be defeated. And if you work at a place where you can get elevated or promoted, you take Jesus in there with you from now on, and you do your work unto your company or your supervisor, you do your work as unto the Lord. Because promotion, God, God help us in the name of Jesus. You think this don't talk about where you work? All this in here. I want to see how far God will carry me. That's what I want to see. I want to see how far I can go with the Jesus inside of me. And see now you got to remember. He did no sin. He knew no sin. And back in the Old Testament. When they brought. When they had sin. And they had to bring an animal. Hallelujah. To the priest. 
The priest never investigated the person. I'm sorry, y'all. Trying to get it out. When they brought the animal to the priest because they had sinned. And the priest did the examination, not on the sinner that brought the animal, but the priest inspected the animal who was innocent, who had done nothing wrong, but had to die because this man that did sin was guilty. That's the same thing Jesus did. What can wash away my sins? What can make me whole again? So when I say God doesn't examine me, he looks at Jesus and Jesus said, I got this. I paid for this. I don't like what Fred did, but I love him. And my blood was shed on Calvary every drop. Every drop. So I'm the guilty one. And he's the innocent one. So the innocent died for the guilty. That's why Christ came. And man, he turned over every stone. And the little old stuff that the devil had all propped up against us, he tore that down. And he walked into the place where we were in the slave market of sin. And the devil was in charge of the prison. And when Jesus was raised up from the dead, he, he walked in there and took us out of that prison house of sin. Tore the door down. And said, you're free to go. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Fred, you're free to go. But, but, but Lord, what, what, what do I owe you for this? I paid everything. I paid it all. I died, I was buried, and I was rose again. You owe me nothing. But a life of gratitude. You go out there and you show my love for you because of what I did for you. And guess what? That's what binds us the rest of our lives to show gratitude to God for what he has done for us through his son. And to know his love for us that he will never leave us and his love will never expire. And he ain't ever going to change his mind about you. Somebody tell the Lord thank you. Give him praise. It wasn't his fight. He volunteered and got into it. Man, he volunteered and got into the fight. And won the victory. What a champion he is. What a Lord and Savior he is. What a elder brother Jesus is. What a holy father. He is. He's a good, good father. I say he's a good, good, good father. 
And he takes care of every one of his children, even those that cut up. Because God said, I'll whip you. Because as many as I love, I chasten. He's a good, good father. I'm glad he loves me. I'm so glad he watches out for me. And whatever kind of day I'm having, when I think of his goodness to me, I get happy. I get happy. Because check this out. When I leave this earth, which I don't plan doing no time soon, but when I leave this earth, I'm going to be with him. He's a good, good father. I tell you another thing I love about him. I can go and talk to him. I can talk to him. Anybody here know what I'm talking about? Have you talked to him today? Did you stop to pray this morning? Do you love him? Do you trust him? I, I talk to him. And, 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 and he makes me feel like I'm the only child he has. Because I am. In other words, God gives us that special design attention. We have 100% of his attention when we go and talk to him. Now, when it comes to praise and worship and, and, and shouting hallelujah and, and giving glory to God, it's all because of what he did. So your mind has to open up to the realities of who Jesus is. 1 Corinthians 5 and 21. Did I say first or second? And did I say Sunday school? I'm going to figure out a way to get y'all. <laughs> All right. First, Second Corinthians. Hmm, that's just stuck in my spirit. Second Corinthians 5 and 21. Now we've seen that he did no sin. Death had no claim on him. He got, involved, he got involved voluntarily because of his love for us. Amen. So death had no claim on him because he did no sin. And he had no sin. In 2 Corinthians 5 and 21, your Bible says, For he hath made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now, if a person is interested in dating somebody or marrying somebody. And you say, I need a background check. And somewhere and somehow you get a background check made. And you find out this person been married 10 times. And that he owes everybody across the country. See, because if a person is wrong, they got something in their background 
that's going to show you who they are. Now, I'm telling you, I'm telling you what I'm saying. God, hallelujah, did a background check. Scratch that out. A background check was done on the Lord by those that didn't believe what he came to do. And by a background check, what I mean, take a look at this. It's right here in front of you. Verse 21 says, he has made him, God has made Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin for us. Now, if he knew no sin, and God says he never sinned, so ain't no need of checking up here. Because there's no recorded record what my son ever did in Rome. That's in heaven. And when you check it here on earth, God has a witness that my son did no wrong. And even Pilate said it. So he was pure for the sacrifice. Isn't that something? See, when we see something we want, we ain't going to stop until we get it. And a lot of times when we get it, we want to give it back. <laughs> so when the background check was done, the word came from heaven, he did no sin. He knew no sin. He committed no evil. Because he had to be pure to be the sacrifice. And that's why it came. Amen? 1 Peter 1, 19. 1 Peter chapter 1. See, scriptures like these, when you're sort of feeling down and out, and you read them, and you ingest and digest them, you get up off the flow. And you start realizing, he loves me. This man died for me. He was buried and rose again for me. He's perfect. I'm imperfect. So if I sin and confess my sin, he's faithful and just to forgive me of my sins and never remember ever again what I did. And never condemns me for what I did. Jesus never condemns his children. Because there is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ. Now you think about that. Out of all that you do, the Lord will never condemn you. Make me want to break out and sing, what a mighty God we serve. But I don't know my key. Huh? You don't want me to wreck this service by singing, do you? You want me to sing? How many of y'all want me to sing? Uh-uh. I want to hear a vocal. I want to hear how many of you in here want me to sing? See, just like that, I won the contest. <laughs> Uh, you call that make a fool out of your pastor. 
<laughs> you know that's not going to work. First Peter chapter 1 and verse 19. Aren't you glad Jesus loves you? Man, I think that's one of the most powerful songs that has ever been written. Out of all of the gospel songs and music that has ever been written, I tell you the one I think is the most powerful and every child of God needs to sing it. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me, for the Bible tells me so. Man, that, that, that little song right there, yeah. that ain't just for the kids. That's for everybody. Well, I do is will There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come the Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. The trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded. In the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before. And you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.
Don't